0: Yeah, all right. See that? Now that's working. Sorry, just one more final text here.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Wait a second. I'm not seeing... Yeah, Hello. I am now seeing. All right.
0: Do you, you see us both?
1: Yeah, I see, it's just I don't see a big wavy pattern on the... Hello, testing. On the file, but yeah, they're bo- testing. It's, it's recording.
0: I mean, I hear you and I hear me. I have like an effect on my voice, but maybe... I mean, I don't know if it's going down as a... Fa- oh, maybe maybe it's the effect of hearing hearing my voice. I know doing the radio show, I, I pump my headphones up so that I don't hear my voice voice.
1: Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe something like oh, that. Oh, there's like latency. On. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. There's a touch of latency. But that's total... I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably get used to it. Hmm. That's a little bit... There was like a little, a little fuzz. Right, this will be the pilot episode. We just checked the mics and gear. Yeah, yeah, for, for the minutes. whole time.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I was shooting for an hour, A solid well, hour. Yeah. I think that's what the sponsors want to hear. We can pitch it.
1: Have you Have you talked to them?
0: Uh, not yet. I mean, I've given some hints. You know, I've talked to the basic Squarespace. Um, <laughs> uh, no. The, no couple pharmaceuticals and
1: um right there i'm not and waste management ink (laughs) now that i would be fine with yeah yeah sure yeah of course that might
0: is that mob ties (laughs) i mean like what i oh i meant mob ties is the the new kind of plastic bags that have the ties built in they call them mob mob ties ties. because You can get their whole family around, and it makes garbage collecting, uh, like a family affair.
1: It stands for made on demand or something. Yeah, yeah, made on <laughs> demand ties. Uh, so I don't remember what I wrote in that email. But I can I, read it to you I, if you want. Oh, really? Oh, God. Uh, then my word's back to me. Sorry. I, I'm going to need a donut for this. Hold on.
0: Yeah. Maybe we should. Right next to you. I mean we don't have to read all of it, but I thought it was funny. Setting up from our initial idea of of brainstorming. I mean, I think for the record this is this is one of those free flow brainstorming when you're with your friends and wouldn't it be great if this oh and then we would do this and we would do this and then we actually wrote it down, the title uh an but an infinite
1: See we're going to have to we're going to have to check that because I checked that yesterday and we got the quote wrong. Oh. It's from Merchant of Venice, right?
0: I think it was a Shakespearean yeah, quote, yeah. no.
1: Yeah. Yeah, says in Act 1, Scene 1 he says. It's so snooty. Gratiano speaks an infinite deal of nothing. Uh. So it's not amount. And we
0: said an infinite amount of nothing. And an it, infinite deal of
1: nothing? Yeah, I think that's better.
0: An infinite deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because an infinite deal... Here's the whole quote. An infinite... Graciano speaks an infinite deal of nothing more than any man in all Venice. His reasons are as two grains of wheat hid in two bushels of chaff. You shall seek all day ere you find them, and when you have them, they are not worth the search. See,
0: that's exactly how I remembered it.
1: (laughs) And it's exactly (laughs) what I hope this will be.
0: Now, now just for a technical (laughs) feature, I'm hearing myself breathe in there and i and i hate that so i don't want to be that guy so i'm just making minor adjustments
1: How about me chewing yeah that this uh, is like that, asmr
0: that i hate that and i've and i saw somebody present on that or i read something about that, that there's certain people that asmr just drives them crazy and it's always driven me crazy the
1: sound of smacking yeah see, i don't and, like that part but having some yeah. See, that bothers you? I don't. It bothers don't. Amy. I, I could sit there. Yeah, see, some people find it, that relaxing. It puts me to sleep. I don't. Yeah. Well, and one of
0: the things that drove me crazy is uh, back when I was an undergrad and a, and a DJ on RSU is that all of the radio stations had their sound and style. And PRB, they would pump the volume on the mics, and they would whisper, this is WPRB, WPRB. And then they'd get, and they'd get right on the mic, and you and you could like hear every anything, like, yeah they would they would whisper but yeah. pump the volume so it picked up everything this wprb w, I, I can't do it right but all of them said wprb the exact same way wprb wprb and it was like oh come on the affect was too much too much um so yeah there's a lot here to read read but it was oh, all yeah.
1: it was I'm all kind of long-winded
0: so. it was all pretty no it was good um I mean, maybe we just end end it with, I'm charmed by by it because it overcomes some weird uh, patriarchal notion I have against standing lunch dates with dudes. (laughs) (laughs) I like that.
1: Yeah. So maybe we can be the standing lunch date for other other folks. Oh, so instead of just an observational podcast, it could be an infinite deal of nothing. The standing lunch date for people who don't have a standing lunch date i don't know yeah i mean i figure podcasts are awfully
0: i mean i mean let's just be honest does the world need another podcast uh, yeah at this point and and as unique as we feel this is my guess is there's at least a hundred um just like
1: what we're doing i i don't care about uniqueness anymore i've given that up yeah that
0: is true i mean if you think well, there's just like five billion podcasts. Then it's like, well, then, well, whatever. Like, I'm not copying anyone because there's already a hundred just like it.
1: There's basically podcasts it's, going back to ancient Greece at this point.
0: Exactly. It's like why, you know, you're not going to do jazz because a lot of other people do jazz.
1: No, I'm not going to do mean. jazz because I
0: can't. Oh. Really. I'm still working on getting comfy, but maybe this oh. is because. Is that it's chair the,
1: not good? No, no, no. It's great. I I'm tried just, to give you all the good stuff, man.
0: I was. Oh, thank you. I was uh, oh, getting comfy here. <laughs> I'm not getting comfy is the problem. I'm not taking the time. Oh yeah, uh, why don't
1: you go ahead and get comfy? There Relax. we go. Yeah. Now,
0: oh, this is this is really. Yeah. What? It see, I'm kind be. of like leaning for the microphone here. There too, we so. go. Well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see in post how uh, how it all how it all went down.
1: I don't want it to be. Uh, It's like simultaneously, I would like it to be as unprofessional as possible, and then like, <laughs> blindingly think, intentional, so that I, like it would be. I brilliant. think we're
0: doing that right now. I feel pretty, no. There's a lot of unintentional. Happening.
1: I feel pretty uh, unprofessional,
0: but uh, <laughs> the, but thinking about the concept of podcasts, is it's my guess is most people listen to a podcast. Like, what is a podcast? Uh, my guess is most people listen to a podcast by themselves. It's like a lone. Yeah. Affair. I mean, it could be like produced by 15 people with all kinds of bells and whistles and things and special effects, but it's just always one person
1: listening. And almost always more than one person talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Except for, uh, I've listened to a lot of, uh, like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History.
0: Oh, that?
1: no, no. He's, he's an interesting guy and he, he, uh does some of these epic six-hour history podcasts where he'll go over...
0: But he's doing the research, though, right? Oh, yeah.
1: They come out, like, maybe once a year at this point. It's like he's pretty overwhelmed by it. He had this other... He's kind of one of... He's a Portland, Oregon former radio talk show Uh, guy who's kind of... he's, He's a it's hard to peg where he is on the political spectrum he's kind mm. of an independent but clearly not a right wing or left wing mm. you know doesn't want to be labeled he, definitely, definitely not definitely not but if that's your and that his that his pol- politics podcast he he couldn't handle the Flack he was getting,
0: and oh, he had a political podcast. Oh yeah, as, as well. well. Yeah, the history podcast is pretty, pretty cool. Well, maybe we should just stop this podcast now and get a second podcast
1: going. Right, right. Spinoffs <laughs> yeah. already. because that's that that's seems a to thing be that happens. Yeah, that's happening all like some of the other podcasts I listen to have got like these spinoffs. I
0: think it. I mean, from what I can tell, it was This American Life's Serial, because Serial was the fastest download podcast ever. And it was a spinoff. And I yeah. think all the other podcasts are now, we we need another podcast, which is funny because there's these podcasts that have been around for years and they've reached a level of fame. And they're like, you know what we really need to do is make another one. <laughs> and you would think, well, let's just keep whatever we're doing now, do more, do something. But the idea of let's stop what we're doing, we'll keep doing it, but then make this other
1: thing. But But maybe... I guess it's... That's. But maybe that's got to be about advertising dollars, because then they can sell more advertising right. space, and they're getting people to. They're just providing more content for dedicated listeners.
0: Exactly, they're probably not getting
1: more listeners. They're just making more things for those same listeners. Right, but maybe I mean yeah, because think about this. Do you listen to podcasts that come out like once a week?
0: Uh, you know what? i I listen to my podcast. My podcast. I listen to myself. <laughs> I just I just make personal podcasts. My podcasts. Um, I listen to podcasts when I run, and I haven't been running a lot, but uh, I've I've got back into it partly for health, but also I was missing out on all the podcasts right. I listen to. I mean, I've been listening to podcasts since.
1: Man, I wish my podcast
0: pot, was connected to health reasons. Since pot, you know, I don't know how long, but back in the old days, back in the old days. But Well, back in the old days when there was iTunes, but yeah. before, there was a point where iTunes, you could make a playlist with any audio file whatsoever, so I'd put on a podcast and I'd have a couple songs, I'd put on another podcast, because I was running long distances, but now, oh,
1: the,
0: yeah, that's ambiance, that right. that's that's, keeps it real. Sure. Especially for people who like dogs and are not around their dog, maybe hearing a dog Maybe get taps into the dog market a little. <laughs> so, anyway. Could, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, All right. A, a Apple in, in its infinite whatever. It, yeah. Now, like podcasts, I find it more difficult to listen to podcasts. But I listen when I run, so I'm trying to listen
1: listen more. See, I have a lot of commuting. Uh, oh, there you go. So, I spend a ton of time listening to podcasts. It's weird because I... I've noticed that I listen to a lot less music, which is not such a great thing in my life. My life is generally better when I'm listening to more music, but I have really stopped listening to music constantly and now listen to other people talking constantly. Talk about music? (laughs) Yeah. Strangely enough, I don't listen to music podcasts. Yeah. I think maybe because I'm arrogantly opinionated about I was going to go with
0: jaded or bitter, but that seems to be what we the, what we the, do all, as we get all older. All of those. Yeah,
1: jaded, bitter, opinionated. You know, I'm a know-it-all. You know. And yeah. don't have any.
0: Oh, sorry. So many texts. I, I probably... You know what I should do? I'm just going to... Yeah, relate. I turned the notifiers uh, off. Early. I think
1: my phone is plugged in I, somewhere else. I just
0: I'm, It was in my pocket, but I was like, you know, I don't need that phone.
1: Um... <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh,
0: you know, I'm often thought of as a music guy, uh, but yeah, that would be... I, I'm the same. W- I think to load, like, if I was like, okay, I, I want, I want to, I would, and I do always, I, I want to hear new music, but then that requires looking for the music, and I know this is going to sound like, like, oh, you got a first world problems, but. You got to find the music, and then you got to have to do the, your personal filter of like, man, I like this, I don't like this. Or wow, I could listen to this fifteen times in a row. Yeah. So then you're like setting up this curation of music, and you're like, I haven't been to work in a week. Like, like it does take so much time. But the podcast, ninety nine percent invisible, radio, uh, Lab, you know, uh, Freakonomics. I know what I'm going to get there, right. And it's huge long chunks of time. And I just feel s- smarter as well. To, like, I feel like I've. This is how I get information of the world because the news
1: is just so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I do listen to political podcasts. I mean, I listen to I a do. lot of country music. I'll, I'll, yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting.
0: You know what? Since I'm gonna, the Hootenanny. It's since the Hootenanny, and uh, you know what? Since this. For, for our listeners out yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Frank had a birthday and for his birthday he had a big country music hootenanny and that's not although everybody would associate Frank with music and playing music we wouldn't necessarily go oh yeah there's going to be a big country music hoedown and Frank (laughs) is going to be there and it was phenomenal I had such a good time well that that evening out of the woodwork I don't know how it happened I just have to comment like it was at a bar here in the town where Frank and I live. I don't know how much disclosure we're gonna, but we'll leave all that. I later. know. Anyway. I have fans around. Yeah. We feel yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> that really wasn't the reason. I'm more worried about like violent stalkers. or things oh, like that. I, I
0: think, think you know have to happen. list where the podcast comes from.
1: Oh yeah, well, then people know. will figure if we it out. Put it up. Um, but out of the woodwork were like, I guess I would call them irregulars at the bar where we would frequent. Yeah, and they were there for the country music. Yeah, and it was it was a weird cri- I mean, there was this that one guy, this dude with a Texas A and M Texas Longhorns hat yeah. on or something, and a belt buckle that only a man like he could wear. Right, like it, it and, was it was not a there was no uniform that this guy put on. It was just he was just dressed up and going out. Yeah, like, not not dressed up. I mean, he had like a t shirt and. Wranglers and everything else, but he knew all the music.
0: Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was coming from Missouri, and I think that's where the core of this whole thing hit for me. is. I grew up watching Hee Haw, and I've said this as a bit of a joke, but it was all very real. Watching Hee Haw, was there was comedy, there was music, and there was cleavage. And uh, <laughs> I say that as a very young man, not knowing is about really a any of those. connection
1: between like, Hee Haw and Benny Hill? Think, uh it, it feels the same kind of american it, it feels as that does for well, british you know, people so i was looking into hee-haw
0: and so all my kinfolk are from very rural missouri and growing up watching kinfolk yeah hence the kinfolk um it was weird to watch that show and my father was in the military so we we're traveling around the world but then there would be like hee-haw which just seemed like how is country life popular I mean, we can trace it to, like, Post Ponderosa and all those country shows and Cowboys and Indians, obviously. Yeah, there's a
1: major, uh, there's a television event that happens in the early 1970s. What's it called? It's the, uh, no. Like Variety Show? No, 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 no. It's, it has to do with, it's like the rural. <gasps> yes. S- urban it, inversion or something. I, I can't remember. I, it, it's a good technical media it, term for it.
0: When I had my, yeah, if I had my academic hat on, you're right. There was... There, I've heard some people present on this uh, at conferences and it probably was like kind of just that retro cycle kind of a thing where like, let's get back to the land kind of thing or something. But, it, you know, it came in a different way. So Hee Haw came out of Grand Ole Opry and they wanted to make something like a variety show, which... uh it is it grandilophysically. Maybe they just
1: call it the Rural Purge.
0: Yes, the Rural Purge. Yeah, I think that is. And um, but then he all had these super fast cuts, like pre-MTV, like they would just cut to thing, to thing, to thing. And going back and re-watching it now, um, it was just so entertaining. Um, so anyway, that's how the the whole hoot nanny came. And I was gonna try to do it and I just ran out of steam. And because uh, I, I wanted something for my birthday, I wanted to go to a party on my birthday, but not a birthday party. I wanted to go to a party that I would have dreamt of and like was like, wow, this was a great party. And it happened to be on my birthday. It was a special day, the 50th. And then uh, I lost I lost I lost steam. And then uh, my special lady friend, Christy. Picked up the mantle, she got other people involved, and it was, tr- it was truly magical, I thought. I it, mean, it, it was
1: just... It was. It, it was like one of those things... And you know what's weird? I just had this strange connection. It's a 50th music <laughs> birthday party thing. Is that it? Yeah, because for my 50th birthday party, we had a whole bunch of bands play... At the Court Tavern. Oh. Oh, I was at that. And there was this weird... Pro Solar Mechanics thing. played, right? Yeah, yeah we okay. played. And a bunch of other... It was like... Literally, it was like over two nights. Where oh, a whole it, bunch of Oh, Anthony. Anthony Extraordinaire uh, really was the guiding force between making that happen. And between, he... Behind making that happen. Yeah. And, but there was a weird thing that happened at that show, too, that was kind of magical. Because, I mean, there were all of these people who are really mostly from the 90s music scene, who are right. all there, and we're all aging. And we are. Yeah, yeah I'm gracefully or not. And then, <laughs> but there was, ai don't know if you remember, but during, it was during the, the ProSolar set that we were playing, there was a kid in the audience who was there by himself who had come out to see music, Mm. And was there in the middle of the audience and like right in the mid between the he had been there because there have been like three or four bands already played. And right in the middle of the set he goes, Who are you guys? <laughs> and it, he was just freaking out. He was having such a good time. Right. Yeah. And he was probably, you know, twenty four, like right. the age that we had been when all of this was really, you know, well, between twenty four and God knows when. Yeah. Too long. But not long enough, and Amy would always referred to that as uh, the it was like a punk rock Brigadoon, you know. It was like, do you know the musical Brigadoon? No, oh, it was this, it's, a, it's like an idyllic town or place in Scotland oh. that only appears once every 100 years. It's a nostalgia piece about the past. Oh, fascinating. and a guy shows up in Brigadoon you know. he walks through some fog or something, shows up there and falls in love with some girl in Brigadoon and then has to make a decision about whether to stay in Brigadoon or, uh, or leave, you know, stay in the idyllic past or, and I'm probably I'm screwing a... it up because I only saw it when I was a kid, but that sounds amazing. I would watch that. I, I would watch the punk rock version.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe that would be, <laughs> my guess is there's that adaptation. Isn't there some, isn't there a, a Tim Burton film? with Ewan McGregor, and he's walking through woods, and he walks into this town, and um, I saw something on YouTube, these this goth couple, the town is still around, they, they built this town for the film, so the, the buildings are all hollow, but you can see the town, and then at the end of the movie, it's I, I think he tries to go back, and it, eh, it's a ghost town, kind of, it sounds like a similar thing, my guess is maybe there's an influence, or there's some trope, and In history. Oh, but you know what? Going back to... The Hootenanny. The Hootenanny. And talking about a magical time. um, Mike Polilli, the drummer for Adam Driver. The best man from his wedding just happened to show up that night. And... Mike Palilli hadn't seen him in like 15 years.
1: Wait, just randomly walked he into just
0: random. He would just was there with some other people. And I guess that group of people was like, oh, let's go. We'll go get a drink or we'll go Fine. hang out. And then that was going on. And uh, yeah, it was just
1: weird. It was weird. It was great. Well, the Texas dude seemed to have like three friends with him. Yeah. that did not look like they were from Texas.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, back to that guy. Yeah. So in Missouri, he looked exactly like my relatives, not like a lot of my relatives. They had job jobs, but also did levels of farming. But his outfit was like a farmer's going to town outfit. Like those are the clothes that would be his farming clothes. in, in like another 10 years. So the jeans were new. The right. shirt was new, but like he could go do some work if he needed to. Right. And that guy, he, and the vibe was just so authentic. And like you said, he knew all the tunes. Right. He knew all the tunes.
1: Yeah. Well, he got up and did amazing backing vocals on Will a Circle Be Unbroken. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, it was at a moment that I was... I the mic to him. I was I know, like, you know, oh, I he was, is... At that moment, I was just like, what is happening here? This is so good. The whole audience is singing. It's just like, it was you know what it it had one of those um great rare moments where especially for i think people of our generation where it was very genuine there was mm. no uh, people dropped at least for a couple of minutes their arch sarcastic <laughs> you know critical you know s- uncomfortable you know, always examining everything, you know, like we're doing right now, like yeah. thinking about things <laughs> in way too much detail. And it was just, it was just like, wow, we're all singing this song and everybody feels really good. You know, t- five minutes later, we're going, wow, what was that? Well, let's think about it. And yeah. we're still talking about it, you know, a couple of months later.
0: Yeah, it was weird. Well, and I guess this is uh for all of those. I always think about throwing a party, like, you know, being in bands or if you do anything in life and you want an audience to show up, I always think about throwing a party. Everyone knows what a party is about. And when you throw a party, you never know who's going to show up to your party. You don't know if no one's going to show up, is everyone going to show up, is everyone plus people you don't even want going to show up. It's kind of that you throw it you throw it out to the party gods to grace you with what whatever happens. And the group that showed up for that was was quite interesting and there was another level they didn't know if they could fill up like two hours of entertainment. So um, I think it was uh, uh, it was Brian um, Onkin, I think, who had suggested, well, why don't why don't we get a, a karaoke person?
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: yeah. and we'll ask him to have country music. It'll go with the theme, but they'll have other music. Huh? And this fills the time. Now, hindsight, and then I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to this in my ramble. This is the beauty of this podcast. I can just keep rambling, say it's for the show. Um as it turned out there was enough entertainment. We could it it, yeah. it was about three hours and we could even let that breathe a little bit. But so the karaoke was coming on, so there was a handful of people that were there for karaoke. They're right. the the karaokeers. Now I don't know if they were there necessarily for country karaoke, but they were also the big drinkers. So by the time the evening uh <sighs> broke for karaoke. Yeah, a lot of them were pretty tipsy, but the one country guy, and then in my mind, I was like, I want to know about him, but in some ways, I want him just to be a fable. Like, who was that guy? Yeah. No one, and I've talked about this to people. No one knows who that guy was. I, he was so authentic. It was like As some, much
1: as I would like to meet him and talk to him, I hope I never do.
0: It was like, from what I remember, the big Lebowski, the kind of oh, yeah. spiritual guy. Uh, Sam Shepard, is that Sam it? Shepard coming. It was to kind of like, like a Sam Shepard guy of just... sits there with his big mustache yeah, talking he, he, at the... He kind of showed us the way. Hey, just get on the mic and sing with your friends. Have a good time. Don't get too crazy. And then he just disappeared. I've never seen that guy. And, and believe me, I've gone to Pino's a lot of times. I've never seen that guy. Never seen him since. I don't even know how you would communicate to him to come on Do out. Do you think
1: he was there because of the karaoke?
0: I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. It could have been random. Like you know, I just kept thinking, maybe he's like an uncle who was in town. I mean,
1: it was like, I, there's no way he didn't show up. He must have looked for country music stuff and like facebook popped up maybe you you know what there was a guy with
0: there seemed to be a group of those people and i I don't know if they were necessarily together or they were just kind of an oddly i was trying to figure it out yeah but one of those guys i would say he was maybe upper 20s younger 30s he came up to me and he said he lived in in town and he loves country music and the only way for him to see country music is to go to brooklyn which seemed unfortunate and he was so thankful that we did a country music thing. And uh, and I don't know, maybe some... You know, I put like three flyers up in town, so maybe... Oh, yeah, it could know, have been that, too. Maybe one... with yeah. I put one at the stop and shop, so I I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just... It's weird. weird. So when you throw You're a party... You're still like dating you just, yourself,
1: too. Like, the throw, stop I, and shop? I put, no, no, putting up flyers. Well, it felt like,
0: well, let's promote this... Again, it goes back to like, I don't know who's going to show up to the party, so maybe we really need to promote it. Yeah. And it... Do you feel you know, like... And I don't normally up put up... Who you wanted to show up? Uh, you know, that was the weird thing. Since it was a surprise party, I mean, it was just so amazing. And I heard some some rumors of different people would show up or different bands, and bands that I really like, but they were all doing either country music <laughs> or country-inspired. Yeah. Um, some of the tunes I knew, some I didn't know, but it, it seemed like every time a tune started, there were people in the audience like, "I know that tune." Oh yeah, and like, yeah. "Oh man, this is great! They're playing that tune." Yeah. Um, so get out there, throw a hoot,
1: nanny. <laughs> 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 All right. So wait, I think we should talk about the show. Oh really? Oh, have we not been doing the show? Yeah, we've been doing it. Oh okay. But we should talk about it because we have no idea what we're doing, and I guess it's just going to evolve and
0: be yeah. its thing. I think this is, we call this the pilot, basically making sure yeah. that this worked.
1: Are we going to edit anything?
0: I don't know. Looking at your notes, I'm not a big fan of editing. I mean, and, you know, <laughs> I was, I was going to, if maybe, I won't say exactly what, but if we went on some inappropriate ramble for 30 minutes, like, well, maybe we'd cut that out, though I right. don't see how that would happen, knowing, knowing us, but nonetheless... Right. I don't know. It's I like the structure of having a time because I don't. I know there's some like uh, I know he's super popular now, Joe Rogan, and he he does. I don't know what he does. He does. He, I guess he does a show, but it's on YouTube, so it's like what we're doing, but he videotapes um, yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it's doing both. It's got like a audio version and a video version. Oh, okay. Version. And his seem to be, from what I can yeah. tell, just hours long. Like it just yeah. There's you know, lots of people do that extended things there's there's definitely like 90 minutes to two hours i don't want to scare people with a 18 hour <laughs> no ramble. i mean well you know if we did happen to ramble on and on and on i could see us editing it into chunks not what? necessarily like here because here's what i want to avoid i want to avoid work it,
0: like us doing work for the show or just work well i'll do some work but doing... i don't want
1: it to feel like work oh right once it's sort of like, oh, I got to do the thing. If I, And at a certain point, it's that will happen naturally in any kind of project like this. Yeah. So the more fun it is, so that doing that part of stuff is enjoyable and not. Uh... I love the hanging out aspect. This yeah. is great. See, it's so, a standing lunch date or a I, coffee donut. Thing, and I don't whatever. know how we'll
0: describe ourselves in the verbiage but yeah so i already do a podcast over at wrsu we have bands come in and i talk to them and i love doing that but it is a lot of work of scheduling and right it's only between 10 and midnight on fridays and so and i've always wanted to do a podcast do I'm do really people happy download
1: of... that later <laughs>
0: hypothetically i've never gone and like looked at the numbers <laughs> but uh it yeah, sounds like i mean but yeah. i i i've always wanted to do a podcast for years and years and years but i could never figure out what to do it fell into my lap to do overnight sensations uh jared and jeff had had live bands on so i was like well let's push it i really like kexp i really like when mark Marin had artists artist on so Let's do it in some sort of amalgam of that. But I wanted to do it to the max. I wanted Brian. it. So I bought overnightsensations.org because, you know, everything on NPR was a .org. And I got the software. I pay, I don't know, I pay out of pocket about $300 a year, I think, to host the files and yeah. everything. So there's a website. The files are there. You can subscribe with iTunes. Um, it's actually not on Stitcher, which now, or no, excuse me, it's on Stitcher. It's not on Spotify yet. Are you you plugging? Uh, Maybe I am plugging. (laughs) But my point is, I do a podcast, and I like that podcast, and I could see at some point not doing it, just because I don't know how many years I can keep doing it, but I wanted to do something else. And then when you talked about doing a podcast, I was like, well, A, I want to do a podcast, and B, I like the idea of discussion podcast. I you know, like the ones you were mentioning, the guy who yeah. does like this like six-hour research on music sounds fascinating, but...
1: It's not music, it's history. Oh, history, okay. Yeah, music, I would never listen to somebody else talking about that. Oh, okay. Unless I was really convinced that they were... Like, I'd probably listen to like somebody talk about classical music. Mm. But see, that would just but take so much If I was listening so to rock research. and roll, I would just be like, oh, yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. You know, there would be a lot of... I'd be like, oh, that's great. And then I'd be like, eh, why do you pick that? Yeah, I would get I mean, opinionated. I guess so.
0: I mean, and if they were adding their opinion, I mean, I guess if it was just stories, but this just seems like a lot of work is the bottom line. So the this, idea... This is a lot of work, you mean? No, doing something like that, like oh. making like, oh, I'm going to talk for three hours about the history of... But see, I think already, like there's already more work because rock.
1: I, we need, we're going to need guests.
0: Yeah, I think that, so back to your idea of like, what what are we doing here? Um, in our in infinite infinite deal, yeah, of nothing, of nothing yeah, is that you are having?
1: You have to wade through a lot of a whole hour to get that guess. one nugget of kind of interesting thing, and then you'll decide it wasn't <laughs> worth the effort. See that that quote that you pulled is so good for what this is. I mean, yeah, I don't really care if people are listening all that much because it's just sort of a th- way to like have. A moment where we can just like sit down and shoot the shit, you know, and I, ramble. And actually, until I went back, which was just minutes before I left
0: my, <laughs> my place to come over here and read your email, I was like, yeah, this is really nice. And then I was like, wow, this is, this is, it's like therapy. It's like you get to come in, in mm-hmm. a room and just kind of talk, right?
1: Which is which is definitely, that's definitely nice. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Because I spend a lot of time, like my work, um, I'm a professional tutor, right? Which is mm-hmm. like, so when I'm... Tutor or tutor? tutor. tutor. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not a, I'm not a tutor with tutors, be. yeah. But, you know, I talk about writing and English and mm. history, mostly. And I do a lot of standardized test prep. And it's kind of a grind. I mean, it's really exciting. I like talking to students. I I enjoy teaching, but my attention is always focused on this little chunk task that they have, mm. you know, and I've been doing it for enough years now that it's, you know, it, even when it's a new paper, it's like, Oh, here's the crime and punishment paper.
0: Right. There's a routine. That There's comes a, r- of yeah. Of doing something. And it's so like long. an
1: interesting intellectual exercise, especially when the students, you know, when the, you know what it's like teaching when they have that moment where they go, boom yeah the lights go on that's so fun but on the other hand most of the time is my attention is has to be guided yeah and i don't get to do this
0: yeah yeah having the discussion with the with the young people which is weird because like i think what you're saying is like yeah you're around these people all day it's very interesting you're doing stuff together but you're not you know they have to write something maybe they don't really want to write something <laughs> you know for you it's a job so i got to help them but at the same time wow how many how many crime and punishment papers have i heard oh that you and know, that's a, and,
1: and that's lucky if it's crime and punishment and, uh, you know it's like oh here we go with to kill a mockingbird
0: yeah but that the, the the art not the art the um the hobby the uh whatever Whatever you would call it, of just sitting down and talking, oh, is yeah. is not. I mean, I guess people get together for coffees. I mean, I, I guess that happens, right? Uh, but I
1: think that's. I mean, honestly, I think it's. It tends to be women. I guess it could be.
0: I mean, there could be some
1: social. Uh, Amy will get together science. with we friends. We could look at that. You know, they just go. They go have lunch. Hey, I'm going out to lunch with. Right. Because we do this regularly. you know. And like, oh, But guys, what do we do? We
0: bottle up our feelings and put it deep, <laughs> deep, deep Stuff inside. To, sequester ourselves. Yeah, yeah. To the point I mean, all that we can't but
1: see them. It's like you have to have a thing that you do. Yeah. So it's like if you and I do this podcast thing, then it's like, oh, great. This we can hang the, out and just... This is the thing we're doing. Because that's when we get together and play music. Right. Or do something else. You and I spend a a bunch of time which is how this came about we spent a bunch of time just
0: you
1: know. yeah and those are the fun yeah
0: those are fun. Yeah. yeah that's fun uh, especially for me i don't i don't have a commute to where i work work across the river you know so um you know having that time was always like oh yeah i'm gonna be with alex and we'll be driving or if you know if i'm going with someone else having another human in the car for 45 minutes is kind of exciting you're like oh See what they're up to, talk to them, something like that. But I think, I think to your point of the show is since we're the creators of the show, from what you're saying, by bringing in a third guest, it will it will have that enjoyment of just hanging out, but but the increased novelty of having an outside person to come espouse. Right, we can talk to people, and
1: we can talk to them about
0: them. Yeah. Maybe they lay down on this couch, Oh they, and then you and right.
1: I counsel, Sit here.
0: <laughs> counsel with them. Nobody's coming in for that, Frank. <laughs> yeah, and we do it this way, where we kind of look over look here, at, and we, we don't, don't look quite at look at, like, they yeah. talk,
1: but they're really just here for us on the couch. <laughs> i get a I get a pad Ow. with a paper, and I won't All actually right. make notes, but I'll make the shh, shh, noise. I mean, do you think
0: psychiatrists think that way,
1: of like, I mean it I must be know, entertaining
0: man. for them. And no offense to any anyone on the couch or not, but to someone come in and like talk about just crazy stuff in their life is almost relaxing in in a way. You know, I had a like, therapist
1: wow. one time and I can remember watching him start to nod off. <laughs> and I was like, "Did you think he had to I was like, "You had to punch it that's, up a bit." That's like r- that's kind of <laughs> irritating clearly i'm not that interested. i was like you know what i don't think i need this anymore because <laughs> there's nothing here that's like really oh it's just like this standing and i was like all right maybe that, that's good man maybe he was that's... a great guy he actually he'd helped me through some other stuff but i think i that was the moment if anything he probably could have said hey how are you doing with all this stuff you know like mm. do, you, do you think we need to keep the standing right you know but maybe do that's you need the litmus more? test i if... don't know Maybe if maybe, you, maybe it was planned. If you put here's your, the part where I pretend to fall asleep to see if it yeah. really makes him angry or if he just like understands. If you if you've put your therapist to sleep, <laughs> you have broken ground and right because you've, to you've, to you've get achieved normalcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing dramatic really happening and nothing professionally interesting to a therapist. So, you know, I I went to to some couples therapy. Um,
0: many years ago, that that, that yeah that didn't that. work out, but anyway, <laughs> enough of my oh, personal life. It, it worked out for me though. Oh, excellent! Oh, so we could talk about this too. Yeah. So but, tell me about your couples therapy. Well, what I want to say is though, I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, so I know I know of therapy. I know if people go to therapy. I think it's a good idea. My little exposure, it seemed it seemed I I felt better afterwards, but um, there's a Curb Your Enthusiasm where um. Um, what's his name I'm blanking. Larry David, right. he's coming he's out, guy. yeah, he's coming out of his therapist and then, um, a meathead, the Reiner, uh, is that Rob Reiner? Rob Reiner. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Rob Reiner is waiting, you know, in, in, in the waiting room and Larry David's like, oh, wait, you, you, you see Dr. So-and-so too? And he's like, oh yeah. And, and Larry's like, yeah, you know, uh, I can't tell this stuff to my friends. It'll just it'll just bore, it'll just bore them. I, I, I need to come to this guy. Now the joke in the whole thing was, is like, well, now that I know that you go here, Rob, I, I, I can't go here anymore. If, you know, because right. you know, Larry David's a weirdo. But I think that that concept of therapy is, it seems to me of, yeah, discussing things that you probably just wouldn't discuss with someone else. And there's definitely the shy factor, but there's like, man, I haven't seen my buddy Brian in months. Does he really want to hear about how I feel about my father issues? <laughs> like, like that's right. just like, you know, our friends. I mean, I'm sure Brian would listen, but at the end of the day, I don't know if that's what I want to talk to him yeah, about. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. You know.
1: Because I think probably we all would. Would what? Would listen to you talk about that stuff if you needed to talk about it. I guess. It. Like I would mean, probably relate too. I mean it's just but it's like not it's sort of not a standard guy right thing. I don't recall my father modeling that kind of behavior with his friends. Right. I, I don't know, maybe they did have some serious conversations. who knows? Maybe, maybe we're just making a breakthrough right now.
0: Cause I mean, isn't this a standard trope of 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 boys? becoming men and then having issues with their fathers and pleasing or not getting each other. And then there's the moment of like, Oh my God, I'm
1: just like my dad. Cause like, you know, yeah, I don't think I'm, maybe it, I am. It I have not had that moment then. It was
0: I... not until my late, late thirties, early forties that I even realized, and I don't have major issues with my my father... Whoa, this has really gotten... This is...
1: So, uh... uh Sorry, right, this is a safe room. But it took... I never realized... It's just you and me here, not the world. I'm yeah, okay, you, yeah. good.
0: This isn't going out right. We're not going right. to put this yeah. anywhere. Um, it took me until my late 30s, early 40s for me to realize... So my father was in the Army, and it wasn't like the Great Santini kind of thing, but anyway, his occupation in the Army is he was a communication officer, or uh, signal officer, But that dealt with communication, and it it, it didn't hit me that, like, oh, my God, I have a communication undergrad, I just finished a master's, (laughs) and I'm working in media studies, but tied (laughs) closely with communication. I'm like, my dad and I do the same thing. Oh, yeah. No, he did it for military and for hardware things, but I do it for understanding (laughs) music and things. But I was like, oh, my God, this... And that trope is right. Like you realize, oh, well, I don't get along with my dad because I'm similar to my dad. I had that experience. I mean, oh, okay. he was a
1: so, university professor. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, well, then and yeah. I wound up, you know, adjuncting. And yeah. Because I sort of. If
0: you did, I'm gonna be my own person.
1: Yeah. What well, are you I doing mean, now, son? Uh, I went and played uh, in a punk rock yeah. band for the post whatever uh, you want to genre. to graduate fight. school yeah. to get, get yeah. a
0: university job.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, how do I
1: get into teaching? Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: How did I end up? Yeah.
1: I mean, if you told me that I tell students this all the time because it actually helps me relate to students in high school who are having a difficult time, but I was miserable in school. Mm. And like if you high had, school, middle oh, school, or just from middle all, school on, all of it was schools. really awful. Uh. Really awful. And uh, if you had told me that I would wind up, you know, basically being a professional homework helper. Yeah, and teaching awful standardized tests, but you know, honestly, helping students manage what, unfortunately, you is have a, graduate degree, degree, degrees. No, I have a, I have an MFA in creative writing, so oh. it's not really. It's well, that's a, a master's in fine art, oh, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, that's the exactly. next. Yeah, it's a it's so, a final. It's actually a terminal degree for teaching writing. Right. So so you went and got
0: even more. Like, I mean, we don't have to get college, but depending on where you're from, you probably kind of have to but yeah. but then you went back and then went well i'm gonna get some more of this
1: well yeah i i went specifically because i'd like to write mm. but i'm like one of those people who's just got a million unfinished things right we don't have to talk about that mm-hmm. i'm not going in this is not i'm not going to be diving into the couch here <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking but, of a million
0: unfinished things
1: i think there was a point i was making oh no it. no finish no it no, up. no I, I it's completely gone now
0: Oh, we were talking about. Oh no! Oh, if
1: you had told me if I that, you, yeah. that I would do any of this, I would have run screaming from the room. But what's weird is that maybe I did hit that moment of reconciliation or whatever with my father, mm. because it doesn't bother me. <laughs> this is just <laughs> because I I enjoy what I do. Like I'm. Oh yeah. I'm quite happy. I, I'm not at all resentful. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I mean, there are certainly you know. If I have to make a living, uh, you know, would I rather be a famous novelist? I don't know. I'd like to finish some novels, but but as far as like earning money, like teaching is right is really rewarding.
0: Yeah, I mean that seems yeah. like a solid a solid occupation.
1: Which it sounds <laughs> like that's what your father did. It, yeah. Well, he was he was a chemical engineer. Oh, oh, okay. So it was that was significantly different but Uh, he worked at a university yeah
0: like work like did he chase the grant money to do research? he was
1: he he was a big deal okay you know national academy kind of guy oh okay oh yeah yeah brilliant really you know big shoes oh yeah big (laughs) for sure thanks thanks yeah
0: Something to measure up to. That's
1: a, yeah. That's, a tall... that's why I didn't go into engineering. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and you know, I think the same. Uh, I had strongly pondered, you know, going into the army, getting the ROTC in the college. Like it
1: seems from a so like not you, which is really funny because uh, you know what's okay. I know I'm talking over you. No, uh, no, no, no. I, when I was 18, that never, ever, ever would have happened. Yeah, but. Well, as an adult now I can look at that and I have far fewer issues with people who have chosen that path. Yeah. And I th- I think what it is is it's, I think it's the core,
0: uh, the core person, my parents, my family helped me to be, or however you, you phrase that it's, it's, it's my core being is to be practical and, Going into the military, having your college paid for, having money saved up, getting a profession, job, like all that stuff sounded like, man, that is, that's, that's practical. My father did it. He, you know, he came from a very rural, small town and he did ROTC in college and that's how he got into it. Vietnam War was going on and again, practical minded. He was like, well, I guess I'd be better off if I was an officer Versus an enlisted person, so I'll go into ROTC, I come out a lieutenant, and now I'm on officer track. So right. that that seemed like a practical thing. He he had a cousin who was drafted, so he was like, well, this was just the practical thing to do. So I had pondered it, but I also realized I was just too rebellious of like, if everyone's doing X, I was like, well, I need to go do Y. Because that's just, that's just what needs to... Yeah, that happen. was definitely that's where I was. But at the same time, and probably while we're sitting here now, there was also that practical streak. I mean, I you know I never took the brakes fully off and like we are just going to go crazy with whatever comes at us. It was always like, yeah, let's go watch these bands, but uh, I got to get up at seven to get, get into right. <laughs> this thing. You know? Yeah, or, that's. I mean, know, that's
1: true. Like, um, you know, and well, sometimes I, I, I look at that and I go, oh, maybe I held myself back from certain kinds of things because I feel like in some ways I was unwilling to fully commit. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, I think uh, the,
1: the truth is I'm just not that good of a musician. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just talking... I was trying to build up to, like, substance abuse or something, not actual... No, see, not an actual me, talent. Of, oh, uh, see, for uh, me,
1: uh, the substance abuse, that happened in high school in the early part of college and i set that aside
0: oh yeah so i was
1: very unsuccessful at that that was not something i could manage and stay alive it did seem very impractical
0: <laughs> and then and then you and there was always like the guy you know who's like oh he seemed to have it together and then he got into this or that and then it seemed like a hot mess I'm like ooh, i don't want to end up like that that again that practical side was like yeah that doesn't seem like a like a good idea. Plus I've, you know, I've read whatever this drug does to your body and, and sure it could be fun in the short term, but I like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to have a heart attack at 30 from cocaine. That seems like a, a (laughs) that seems like a bad idea. You know, I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun to stay up late, but I don't know that. Yeah. (laughs) I was probably just overthinking over overthinking overthinking things. or
1: you just don't have the drug addict gene or whatever maybe
0: you know what i remember i've never done coke but i remember hearing about coke and thinking well this is very practical i like to stay up late i like to go right. to see music i like to hang out and have a good time it seems like this cocaine would really help out to to get me where i would like to right. be And then like you would watch the movies of the guy who like kind of hits that point. Like, yeah, look, he's having fun. Uh Oh, he's got it. He's got a problem. (laughs) And then like he hasn't slept for three days. And yeah. And I was like, I don't, that, that part seemed. Yeah. So that's, that didn't seem. And
1: that's the stuff that caught up to me like Mm. immediately. Uh, I mean, I had no, no control.
0: Well, when you're young too, you also don't know your, your parameters. And your body's probably at its strongest, right? Or
1: and still, still growing.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I'm like, would I do cocaine now? I'm like, is is it gonna give me like a heart
1: attack immediately? Or, <laughs> or I don't know. like, I, don't I, know. I mean, I mean, there's certain, you know. Just say no. You could kids. get some. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's you the get next show. Diagnosed with adult onset ADHD and maybe. Yeah, maybe that's our next show. Get some Adderall and We'll
0: just get get some Coke and we'll do a twelve hour episode.
1: Everybody <laughs> does better on a little speed. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know, I was. I mean, I guess a lot of reasons people do that stuff is based on sleep. And I was always a light, like I didn't need a lot of sleep. Yeah. And uh, I didn't start drinking coffee until my late thirties. Like oh, like I I would get like two to three hours of sleep at night uh, in college because I was so obsessed about music making music just like all the pieces right. of music getting the shows making the flyers getting the flyers out getting the word out oh I'm on the radio show like I drove myself it was probably more of a mental issue but that was like all dr- that was that was drug free except for booze right. and booze actually is a counter that to that you know that would just. Like, slow you down in some right. ways. Um, right. So, that wasn't like... So, for me, I was never like... You know, because you hear the stories of like the Beatles. Well, they started taking speed because they needed to play all those shows, and then then they played all those shows, so more fame came, and this, that, and the right. other thing. But, I was never like, I, I need to stay up even long. <laughs> I need less than two hours sleep. Like, that just never occurred.
1: Yeah, but see, so you were the kind of person that was functioning on low sleep anyway, naturally. Yeah. And I th- but nobody, nobody really chooses necessarily to do that. I mean, maybe the Beatles, I don't know. But for the most part, they're doing those things for euphoria. Yeah, yeah, it's I guess. A, it's an emotional adjustment that just makes dealing with all of the normal bullshit in life. It's like a, it's like a, it's a shortcut. Right, right. You know, as opposed to, and it's, I think it's appealing to young people. I'm just riffing now because I don't fucking know. Mm. But I think it's appealing to young people because you don't have the maturity and experience to know how to just deal with all that stuff necessarily right, emotionally. Right. And you get this, there's this pill, this whatever it is, and then bang, everything's cool.
0: Right, right.
1: And you have so much structure in life
0: yeah. as a young person. you know. Really? Well, I guess you're supposed to. But yeah, the idea of like, "Oh, let's just take some e and dance all night kind of breaks the normal structure of oh, school yeah. homework, go to go to grandma's on the weekend get to get to church on Sunday at night, you know, like all yeah, the soccer true. practice on this right. like there's just so much for a kid um that sometimes you want to break free, and you know and, and I don't think any yeah, an you sort of
1: you go through all that where if you have a set schedule. It's pretty much of. I mean, it's sort of of your own choosing. You feel right. like you got there through a series of decisions that were forced right. upon you, and you've made them. Well, then, what I was going to
0: say, and this ties right to it, but when you're an adult, you're like, you can like, oh, okay, I have this these sacred vacation days. Okay, we're going to go on vacation. <laughs> we're going to break it. Now, we all know if we once we've gotten even older and gone on vacation, sometimes you'd just rather be at work. But for, like, a young kid, you know, like, a 10-year-old kid can't say, hey, Mom, you know what? I need really three days off. You. I go to school every day. I got all these structures. I just need three days off. Like, no kid puts in for vacation time, right? So you kind of have oh, to yeah, make that's, it. You know what? And, that's really interesting. And, and drugs and booze and, kids like, Kids don't you know, get
1: to do... How come kids don't get, like, mandatory... You know, yeah. a few years ago, uh, one of my sons was having... And we're going to have a pee break soon. Yeah, that's, so, I know. was just going to... And was coffee the same break. Thing. Yep. But, but let's hear about this. But just this and then we'll hit pause. But for his birthday, we gave him... I was him bring a, the
0: mic in with me.
1: It's not wireless. Oh. <laughs> we gave him oh, a free a day away. of no school. Oh, okay. It was just... It was like a coupon. It was like any day you want. Oh, As okay. long as... Here was the stipulations. As long as it wasn't a day where... And you need to find Both print. parents had to be working at a thing. So as Mm. long as one parent could be home throughout the day. Right. Oh. And he loved that. And you know what? Why don't kids, they don't get three vacation days. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Of their, they don't have any agency.
0: Well, you know, in my my previous life, um, my two kids were homeschooled and there is a type of homeschooling called
1: unschooling. Oh yeah, I'm familiar. Where the Okay, yeah. yeah. Where well, there's maybe you can explain to There's just
0: audience. there's no structure what the, there's nothing. You just wake up right. and there's no structure. Now, immediately because we're all conditioned culturally like, "Oh my god, how will they ever learn anything?" You know, "Oh, your kids must be unsocial. They must like live with wolves or something," right? And it's like <laughs> I mean kind of cool. First of all, and I always tell people, number one, don't you remember when you were in school you weren't supposed to talk? Okay, so that's that's right. not socializing. And number two, don't you remember when you were in school there was a lot of people in your class? That makes socializing and just getting work done a lot harder. Homeschooling is you're pretty much a ratio of one, two, three kids to one parent. That's an awesome ratio. And they have a lot of extra time. Um, because, you know, there's not as many people asking questions. The kids can focus and learn at their pace. So the whole socialization, that's always the first question. People, like, well, they don't get to see people. No, we see people all the time. Plus, it's like the modern age. We have internet. There's all these homeschooling groups. Right. But, right. but the thing with homeschooling is, and, you know, this is, this is the whole thing about, like, like social, uh, social networks for, like, social uh, helping of people where, you know, it's like, oh, well, if there was just a standard income, nobody would work. Or, you know, look at those free <laughs> freeloaders getting that sweet, sweet, you know, Wick money or whatever. Um, but when kids wake up, they want to do things. And so the thing with unschooling is you take all the structures away and let them go down whatever path they want. Because, yeah. And you know with the kid, when your kids find something, they just want, I want all the books on this. I want to watch all the how-tos on this. Right. I want to do all this. And as they pursue these different things, they're learning that. But there's always math that comes along with it. Writing comes along right. with it. Learning to put right. structures and thoughts and ideas. So you're learning so much stuff at while you're learning about rockets. Let's right. go on a rocket spree. We're going to get those the rocket kits. And we're going to make the rockets. And we're going to learn about aerodynamics. Why did my rocket go in a spiral? So... The unschooling thing. Now, obviously, you need to parent there too, so that you kind of need that privilege. Or I'm kind of liking the idea of
1: sending my kids to live with wolves. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I guess there's a lot of like
1: burrowing and. um, (laughs) uh, No, I mean, what's the good meat on a carcass?
0: Like, what's, what's, where's the nutrition? (laughs) That's
1: all useful. Um, For sure. Shelter. But, yeah. Food. Basic necessities. That's That's, basic necessities. Some but gr-
0: basic grooming. There's I know
1: kids. A, are there's some olds. school in England. I can't remember. I think it's in England. Now, you know, somebody will have to go fact check. We can it. say it is. But there's. Correct. But because I've really thought a lot about my son's educations as well. Right. Mm. Really conscious of what's going on. What's their experience like? How can it be better? And there's a school where the only requirement is that you attend. Yeah, yeah. And there's a campus, but you don't have to go to class. Right, right. You just you just show up. And I think it's sort of a school for kids who are really resistant and who have been through. I mean, and probably some other people go, but generally what happens is. They might go and for half a year or a year, they might just hang out and hang out in the woods and socialize and do a bunch of crap and whatever. But almost all of them eventually, if they stay there, get to this point where they're like, huh, what's this course about? Or right. like, how do I participate? How do I create some way to learn stuff? Like they get interested in, you know. Yeah. Human beings are curious.
0: Yeah, and I, think, and I think that, yeah, I think with that unschooling, Um, And there was, uh, that's kind of, exactly. They're curious, they're gonna find things. And um, I went to this homeschooling conference. (laughs) This is kind of how I operate. I went to one homeschooling conference and remembered one thing, and it stuck with me. Uh, Where they were saying, like normal public schooling is like they treat the child as a vessel and they need to fill it with knowledge. Um, And then with homeschooling, what you do is, uh, the student is like a flame and you just need to figure out what helps it to burn, and just keep feeding right. that flame. And you know, there's probably good arguments for one way or the other, but yeah. I, and I think you see anomalies like I know there's a few colleges in the U.S. where there's no grades. Like right. what what is a gr- like what is a grade? Hey, how do yeah. you do on this? You know, uh, what did you learn in this uh, the Shakespeare book? A B plus. Like well, that's that's not. A learn that's Wait, I don't. What yeah. you learn to be plus like didn't, what didn't,
1: doesn't really represent.
0: Yeah. What did you yeah, know? What did you learn? And then even deeper, like what resonated with you that you will carry I on later in life. That I really hate Shakespeare. That's what yeah. most most high school students. Oh yeah. my god! We got to start with that Midsummer, Midsummer Night's uh Dream. That's a that's that gets you. in. It's got excitement and fairies. No,
1: and, no, no, no. With no. puck isn't Midsum- puck in that one? Yeah, but Midsummer Night's Dream that. The language is difficult, so they, they don't uh, get the jokes, and it just seems weird to them. Well, I think, I guess, for me, I'd say see the
0: play first, maybe. Yeah,
1: I should do a bunch of but Midsummer Night's nice Dream. they always start. With what
0: them. about that bathroom break? Yep, yeah, we're gonna hit pause now. My old man bladder is on full,
1: plus. We yeah, at? we're there. We're there. Nice. Okay. So I'm sorry was... I was talking to you at all in between. Uh, <laughs> I told you silence. Yeah. It's all gold. Frank threw th- fit in yeah. the bathroom and tore the towel rack off the wall. Well, that
0: that's that's another issue. Um, yeah, I guess with these we'll have to figure out our 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 bio. I don't know how do they do them on all on all the other podcasts?
1: Like someone. Do we gotta, really have to like give our bona fides here or something? Or someone's got to like. I, mean, pee. I seem to be sort of so. I mean, maybe that's just my own insecurity. Like, we should just say who we are and what we do, but. Wait, we haven't done that. No. Oh, you're Frank and I'm Alex. Right. I think this is the first time.
0: Oh, have we not said who we are?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Came up. See,
0: I just pictured that we were doing this for a handful of friends. Of course.
1: (laughs) And they would know.
0: Nobody's going to listen to this. And they would know. They would know who we are. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Well, just to be clear,
1: we both have beards, but mine's longer. Does that help? Yeah. (laughs) No, you have an epic, gigantic. (laughs) You know, if you weren't from Missouri. Missouri, yeah. it would, it would appear to just be some sort of, you know, ultra hipster kind of thing. I worry about that a lot. I
0: do. I do. And right now
1: i What's you know, and especially cause you're around all these indie people, it could definitely get mistaken <laughs> for that. But if you get to know Frank, I mean, we're in New Jersey, but you definitely, you carry some of the sort of central Midwest yeah, you because know, Missouri is kind of a, is an interesting state not that I haven't I have not spent much time in Missouri. but yeah, it's Midwest, but also it's the juncture of the north and the South. Like Arkansas feels south, right?
0: Well, but th- Missouri
1: has like got both.
0: I forget if it's distance or if it's about population, but the but the middle of the u s is in is in Missouri somewhere. And I don't know if it's geography based. Or population based or maybe maybe both. But yeah, exactly like you're saying, there's it's I mean every state has its own thing. But yeah, there definitely seems to be something about Missouri. But I was St. Louis though. I, I was born in New Jersey. I've spent now the majority of my life in Missouri. So I always no, feel in like New I'm a Jersey boy with hillbilly
1: Missouri hillbilly blood is yes. pretty much. So you know. but your parents are from Missouri. Yeah, yeah. And um, then, but where were you born in New Jersey? Fort Monmouth. Oh, right. Yeah. Denver.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, so
1: just down the road of.
0: Pitch. Yeah, yeah. Just a spell down a spell, as the crow flies. About a. Uh, we can, Minutes. Uh,
1: that's the great thing about New Jersey. is We understand those things. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because I'm, I have a kind of a weird. But yeah, aren't you? Are you from West Virginia? No, no, no. I. <laughs> No, no. Well, I mean I
0: Well, I thought I, I actually thought,
1: have an ancestor who's from that part of Virginia that became West Virginia. But thought, he left I think before it was West Virginia. Or maybe right as it was becoming West wow, Virginia. Wow,
0: that's that's a while back. Well, I think not it's that
1: been, long. Well, I guess. I have long generations of my family. My grandfather was born in eighteen ninety one. Okay. Right. Oh. So my wow. father was born in nineteen thirty three. Oh okay. And I was born in 1964.
0: So they were all all old, pretty older my father fathers. was
1: 31 and that's he's the was the youngest father out of the past uh three generations, right? Cuz my kids weren't born until I was in my 40s. Oh, I see. Yeah, the youngest of. But so of, my parents were both born in Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. And then I was born when my parents, were my dad was in graduate school uh, and then Where was that at? at Nebraska M- as well? No, that was in Michigan.
0: Ah, uh, okay. See, and but then, people on the coast, they, they lump all that. So, oh, Michigan,
1: Missouri, mm-hmm. same thing, oh, yeah, right? Like, isn't, isn't fly it flyover like, you know, yeah, it's yeah out the out middle. Right, in Nebraska, yeah. what's that, corn? Yeah. I mean, it is corn, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I mean, and then they moved to California, Mm. When I was little, my sister was born, and then he got a job teaching on the East Coast and we moved to New Jersey. Uh okay. so I was four when we showed up in New Jersey, but my parents are very much uh, Midwestern. My well, father's right. no longer alive, but was very Midwestern. So maybe that's our even though he was sort of a became a sort of an East Coast university professor. Maybe type. this is
0: our this is our bond,
1: these early midwestern Yeah, possibly. Maybe that's instilled. how we we have there's something about the humor weird and mix of New Jersey and the Midwest. I don't know. Well it is amazing, you know,
0: when you travel a bit, it, it it's hard to hard to fully comprehend it but like when you travel a bit something so keep dropping i don't know if it's dropping or if i'm just adjusting <laughs> maybe i'm maybe melting in this chair <laughs> so, and then Hold then on. when i'm at the mic i'm uh i'm fixing it i don't know it, it seems there's a lot of tighteners so i didn't yeah, want to oh maybe maybe it's just the nut and bolt
1: yeah it's not
0: oh no the, i think it's good i
1: think it's good really?
0: yeah All right. i think it's good Right.
1: We don't have a budget for
0: Yeah, that is true. We got to talk to Squarespace. When's that check <laughs> going to clear? Waste Management Or <laughs> Waste Management Inc. Uh, but, the, you know, traveling, I, you know, I can't recommend it enough. Um, maybe this is just waxing. What's in this coffee? Maybe this is waxing too <laughs> philosophical. But, you know, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. So you know your life very well, and you feel like, okay, well, you know, this is my life. I go you know, Some ups, some downs, this is the thing, but...
1: Is there anybody that is going to listen to this who doesn't think traveling is a good thing, Frank?
0: Well, I, well that's... Well, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe we're just preaching to the choir. But traveling and moving around, just seeing other people, getting in a car and driving for six hours. Uh, Hell, you know, 15 hours. Well, Let's that is go. true. See, and again, <laughs> that's the Midwest. My parents will drive... One way. Oh yeah. To go out to eat, they'll go two hours. They'll, sure. they'll. Oh yeah, we went to this place over in Hannibal. Yeah. It's yeah. about an hour and fifty minutes. Oh wait, round trip. Oh no, that's just one way. Yeah. It, and that's just you just no, drive. That's people in
1: the rural U.S. Yeah. Because you just drive. My in-laws down in Central Virginia.
0: But they're in, like
1: they're fifty minutes from anywhere.
0: But New Jersey, if you go forty minutes, you're exhausted. I got to get out of this car. <laughs> I've been in here for forty minutes. It's like what? but travel that was my point does travel see
1: things see things different than get around yeah yeah a few years ago 2016 now three years back um the family we just threw the boys in the van and drove to the grand canyon oh that's awesome along the way nice you know it was i mean we had great experiences we went and camped at a state park in arkansas oh and we were coming in and we're getting to get into this lake, and Amy goes, "What do you want to bet that this lake is going to be feeding a nuclear power plant?" <laughs> <laughs> and we came around a bend, oh, and there oh. are the rise—it was so awesome. Because wow. there's a lake that we go to in Virginia. This is the same thing. It know, kept it's it a little, a little warm, a
0: little warm. Oh, that! But you know,
1: the hot side of the lake is always more valuable property. And yeah, <laughs> and you probably know this, but like I see this just
0: casually. Because Facebook lets us glimpse other people's lives. Uh, I know you 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 go down to Amy's in a rural area. Oh yeah, on Amy's Amy, side.
1: She posts a lot. Yeah, I, with the boys. I really and, re- and they resisted. are gonna
0: they are gonna that's that's gonna help mold them of like they're they're city mice, but they go out to the country. They they understand the country and. And of course, they're not Mm. farmers, but they're going to get it. There's there's little, there's little pieces. (laughs) Oh, they're going to get it. (laughs) And there's little things that are going to stick with them, you know, about taking care of a horse or what? How do you fix this fence? Driving a tractor. Yeah, yeah.
1: All of these things. All of these,
0: yeah, all these things.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because I go down there and I help my father-in-law around this little little farm, and I mean, I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up in suburban New Jersey and they're always like oh, thank you for the help they're, they're really appreciative but mm. it's like that's great you know but come on you're my family I'm, I'm, I'm glad to help and you have to understand that my work life i'm sitting in a basically an 8 by 10 little office cubicle with a desk mm. sitting across the desk all the time so driving a big fancy tractor yeah mowing a hay field you know, with the tunes playing, is awesome. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's right? dude that's ranches like, that you can pay to do that. Like, like I'm right, willing to pay like, you to what to plow like, this oh, field. You know,
1: it's like, no, I'm. This is like, is super therapeutic. I can't mm. wait to get there. The boys complain a little bit, then we're going back to the farm. You guys, you know, mm. you guys can play after school. Eh, kids complain though. That's that's their thing.
0: Probably you know. is that true? Well, they're allowed to, you know. Again, kind of go you can't really complain at work. They're I mean, allowed.
1: To, they're allowed to complain.
0: Well, to the parents, I mean, you're not going to fire him, but you're not going to complain to your boss, probably.
1: I mean, not a—I am my boss.
0: Well, then, yeah, yeah. You, well, you have a—I do complain. You have a special situation, I guess. Yeah, I can bitch about it. Yeah, with oh, that,
1: with, with impunity.
0: I got to get this phone out of my pocket. You—it know, was so enjoyable, not being connected as i lay my phone 2 feet away from it <laughs> and then yeah. and then on the bathroom break it was like emails text messages you you'd, you'd well, think i was I a big go, powerful important person i didn't go, just, i didn't look at it oh i didn't I, look at it well i, I like, there's a few things going on and you don't want to be like i, I have a, like a yellow sticky note
1: here of all the phone calls i forgot uh, yesterday
0: well I, you know People are going to be like,
1: what were you doing for two hours? I was working on this podcast. (laughs) That's right. No, it's a, see, and that's why this is good. Bring it all the way back around because we now have a legitimate reason to sit here and eat a couple of donuts and have some coffee. I hear somebody's phone vibrating. Is that mine or yours?
0: It's probably mine, but oh, it doesn't could matter. Be mine
1: too. I mean, <laughs> right? What's but our reason working again? on We're working on the podcast. Oh, I thought we were working on ourselves. Shh. that's the secret. <laughs> oh, that's the secret. No, we're doing a podcast. It's productive. Mm. Uh, why? Because somebody would want to listen to this conversation. See, that's the that's the Sorry. the conceit here is that somehow we're interesting people. Hmm. That's why we need guests, because we can pick interesting people, even if they don't think they're interesting. Matt has to be our first guest. Matt. Ballman. Oh, yes. Because he's my favorite curmudgeon. You know what? And, and he's, he's engaged and interesting. But, and
0: I don't know if, if he would admit this, but I have heard that he's a curmudgeon. i you know, kind of like, a, like an M&M. He's got a hard shell, but there's, there's like a, sweet, a sweetness in there. I'm sure there oh, is.
1: Oh, no, he's a really kind person. Well, and I have seen him he's, he's, over the
0: years, but yeah. somehow I have broken through. I think, uh, I think I actually f- tried to friend him on Facebook, yeah. and he approved the f- the friending like maybe ten months later. Yeah. Um, but then after he
1: figured out who you were, maybe that was it. We checked you out, and yeah.
0: we and exactly there was a lot of sniffing around. You know, some dogs quick sniff. You're my pal. Well, Matt, you Some know, dogs are like, are like I'm going to the, need to... He
1: came to the, uh, the, uh, the soft rock renegade show. Oh, okay. And I don't know why somebody told him to come to that. It could have just been an accident. Maybe he was just picking no, up no, a bottle of wine. No, no. Somebody was like, oh, you got to go see that show. Hmm. And then he's like, oh, my God. I had to go watch a bunch of people play <laughs> covers of bands wow. I hate. It's like he yeah. couldn't possibly... He's a real... He wants interesting music and anything that's not, like, different, anything that's sort of, anything that's kind of fits the mold or is tried or boring or standard, you know, he wants to piss all over it because it's it's a waste of his time. And I I, I really admire that. He seems a lot, seems grumpy often. And I kind of want to be like, you know, Matt... Like, our, our time on, is, like our
0: time is limited maybe he's just filtering yeah, really? out just what he doesn't that's, need i think that's a, you know? a big part of it you know
1: yeah. well i, mean, I, I don't feel really like i really know his relationship with his daughter but i it's like one of those instagram things you know yeah. and he seems like a super oh he's a loving awesome, loving, loving dad, dad yeah. right like yeah. really like in a way that is sort of inspirational yeah. like when you you're like oh that's like that's how to dad now was he around hmm. in our undergrad period of time? Because he knows,
0: he Wh- knows a lot about yeah, the but he, the
1: yeah, thing. because his wife oh yeah yeah is a sibling of one of the um bouncing the souls. bouncing souls lead yeah. singer oh the lead singer yeah okay. that's yeah. The, the front but man she's, yeah but that's I don't want to like give her because she's also. Like an Emmy. Oh, I don't know if
0: she'd come on this show. She's, yeah, she's producer. like an Emmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like, Oh,
1: we know two Emmy winners too. So we know her, and I know a an engineering oh. person who's, uh, who won an Emmy.
0: I know, uh, Shinjirai Kumanicha. I think that's not,
1: it. that's that's a third person. We he, know three. He has, well, a we Peabody. don't really know Matt's wife. Oh, he's he had, got a Peabody, did Yeah, you for Emmy? his
0: uh, podcast Uncivil. Uh, oh, so uh, which is which was on Gimlet, and then Gimlet was bought by Spotify. So maybe that's who we need to talk to. Yeah, I think we'll cut I think right probably. To it.
1: Yeah. Let's just get
0: yeah, just get right, right some of that sweet, sweet Spotify money.
1: Hey, we're just gonna dive right in and go for the real sponsors and talk about like <laughs> we've actually got something worthwhile here. And if uh, they ask us, we're just like, no, it's total nonsense. Well, for what we're doing today,
0: I feel like this is the pilot, and when with pilot. That's like a blanket statement of, "Hey, this is the pilot. We're gonna work it out." You right. bored right now? It's the pilot.
1: Oh, okay. I, it's the, the pilot second one's gonna has be... to succeed enough for people to want to buy into. Otherwise, they deep six it.
0: Oh, I thought it was for us just to figure out what's going on. Uh, uh, to get our, to get I our sea legs.
1: You do don't know if you do that publicly.
0: Oh. Uh, well, but it's it's the modern age. I thought yeah. everything's public now, right? Pretty much everything yeah. is social. So I
1: think yeah, we're gonna ha- we need to come up with. Uh, Guests, yes. and we're gonna—that's actually something we'll have to do off air. Yeah, is write up a bunch of things and then we could just scheduling. just talk about
0: people we know. <laughs> hey, who do you know? <laughs> <laughs> who do you know that's interesting? No, that's the more interesting that's than us.
1: Spin off the name dropping <laughs> like, podcast. Like, hey, who do you know?
0: <laughs> well, I know this one guy. He's
1: pretty cool. <laughs> who do
0: you know? got? A, well, that could be. He's got an expensive guitar.
1: You know, <laughs> like, we could we could it. do a. We could do a whole show where we just tried to one up each other with interesting people we've met.
0: Oh, I don't yeah, know. That how could long, be good. I don't know how long that'll last.
1: Really? You're gonna run out of people. I'm gonna win. I, I win. All right. Wouldn't even have think, to do it. I'm just the winner. I don't know if I'd have the energy. I'm the, it would be really
0: tedious. I mean, there's some people you meet that they, yeah, you know, they're they're that kind of person. But I don't. What do you mean? Well, we're the yeah the name droppers. You know.
1: Oh, because I'm saying I can win. Are Those, you are lumping me in with me. Well, I no, not you. No on. one in their room.
0: But, sure. You know. Sure. Some people like Clearly to. Ho- me. Some people like to hobnob with the goober smoochers, as they
1: say. I there. don't. Nobody <laughs> says that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody says that. I've never heard that before. I don't even know what uh, a fucking goober smoocher is. Yeah, well, a what goober
0: is a... is a peanut. I know that.
1: And a, I've I guess seen to Mayberry.
0: Smooch... You know, I looked this up because actually I told Christy that and she was like, oh my God, I haven't heard that since I was a kid.
1: Yeah. And that's oh, such a great
0: saying. And I was,
1: Is it Pluto? No, no, no. It would be the other Disney dog talks about goobers, right? Uh, well, one wears pants and one... Well, one's a dog and one is
0: an owner of a dog. Yeah, the owner. Like,
1: the, who's the owner of the dog? Pluto is, is the dog. It's and then, Mickey's dog. And then Goofy... Goofy. Goofy is the one who's clothes, really into like, goobers, like a, I think. Or maybe it's oh. his cousin... His hick cousin, or something. Is There's the something goobers.
0: more more hick than uh goofy. than Goofy, because yeah. Goofy seems pretty hick. Yeah, that was troubling, but that's probably been talked about ad nauseum. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Disney. About Maybe Disney Disney's getting into everything. Maybe they'll be like, you know what? We need to find some really no. unknown podcast. To, no, they're going to have all into. kinds of
1: rules and weird
0: crap. I don't, Disney's, Disney's like
1: Disney's changed a lot. No, nah, they're still fascist.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not being
1: I had a Disney, great time but. at Disney this past year. It was good though. Well, of
0: course you did. That's how
1: it's designed.
0: They yeah.
1: they yeah. They did they they found the thing that would bring me in. I was just going to say yeah. they they have Disney worked... They have worked it out. After hours. Oh. And it was like villains after hours. It was all the Disney villains. Oh, they, ca- they came out? Yeah, they came out in costume. And they had the big oh. dragging. The boys loved it. I don't oh. know that I would pick that again, but I did I've get actually, to go fishing in Florida. So
0: I've actually been twice to Disney by accident. Those, there's, those are two different <laughs> stories.
1: <laughs> by accident. Yeah. Whoops, here I am. Spending Whoa. a lot of money on a pass. Well, this quick, this quickly, one of the stories was I'm just here. I got two hundred dollars to just shell out for one day. Well, one of the stories was so in academia,
0: you know, you want to go to conferences and you want to present your ideas. And there was a big conference, a conference at Disney, NCA, the National Communication Association, and I submitted something to it because you you want to go to these big conferences, you want to put them on your CV, and one was coming up. And uh, it didn't matter where it was. That NCA is where it was, and you'd probably have to fly there. So, I pl- you know I submitted, I got in. I was like, okay, I need to get a plane ticket. I got to get there. And um, and because I was just so busy, there's probably some deep psychological things as well too. But it was in Orlando. I was like, I've never been to Orlando. I don't know where it is. And uh, I didn't get a place to stay. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll find one of the other friends of mine and, and stay <laughs> stay with them so the night before and i hadn't i had I, I had a lead on a room but then the night the night before
1: in orlando, I don't have a hotel so there. i
0: had a ticket and it was orlando and i'm looking on the map and i was like wow well i was like what's around orlando and i'm like wow well, disney is really close to orlando and then i started to zoom in and i realized we we stayed at there's these these twin hotels, the Dolphin.
1: Oh, I stayed at the Swan. Yeah, the yeah. Dolphin and the Swan. I, that's where I stayed. Which at the is Swan. right
0: on the edge yeah. of like Epcot. Or, yeah, it's, or it was, oh, it's, it's right shore. next to Epcot. It's yeah, the, and it's
1: on the there's like the lagoon that takes you. Yes. over. you can take the boat from right there. And it's like a Jersey property.
0: kind of boardwalky it's thing. A, oh yeah, there's
1: the board
0: that that you walk through, right I think, yeah. to get. And I didn't even realize. Yeah, that was the. Oh, first. you stayed there. Yeah, I, but at, you didn't actually go to Epcot. I, that one, I did, I, well, I
1: wandered into the Jersey Shorey area. So that hotel but, was pretty good. There's a, uh, there's a restaurant, a little restaurant in that dolphin hotel that makes a brisket sandwich. I'm not oh, kidding. You. I was, it was the best thing I ate at Disney.
0: Yeah. And
1: one of the cheapest things I ate.
0: Man, that place was expensive. Oh boy. I ate a lot of oatmeal at that one. Uh, <laughs> so the, so the I The packets
1: had, they leave in your room. No, well, no. I would have been smart. I would have packed oatmeal and just had it. For the, yeah. For those of you listening that don't actually know Frank, this story about him going and winding up at Disney without realizing it—that's Frank right yeah. there. That's pr- that's a pretty good defining anecdote. You could put that on your CV. Yeah. And then because I, I, you're there for an academic conference.
0: And then I, uh, two friends of mine, they mm. had a they had a room they were uh they were they're their friends they were not like a couple but um they had two queen beds and right. they were like as oh. not couples do yeah well in case anyone was wondering i don't know and um <laughs> and I, I happened to just say like oh the, the i was going to crash in this other person's uh room you
1: squeezed into the bed of one of these friends of yours no like, no
0: it gets it, i think it gets a little better maybe for oh, the listeners man. So the one person I was going to stay with, she had the flu. She got the flu before, right before she got on the plane. Oh, so she didn't go. And she, no, she went, but spent the whole conference in her. Uh, oh my god! In her hotel room. I don't even think she was oh, able to present. Oh, she was, that's awful. She was, and I think she had to extend it. So anyway, oh I was god. like, well, I don't want to stay with with her. That sounds. That doesn't sound good. No. So I was telling my friends, like, ah, You'll yeah. You'll have I'll,
1: to survive on your own. I'm not coming near you.
0: I well, yeah, uh, yeah and I didn't. I didn't know what I was going to do. So anyway, I've done this before. I was like, "Well, I was like, uh, they're like, oh, you could come stay in our room." And I was like, "I was like, all I need is take your top comforter, fold it in half if it's, since it's queen size, and I'll sleep on that with a sheet on the floor." And that's right. and that's that's what I did. Oh, see, that's nice. Which I mean, for me, it's I don't know. Yeah, it was it was fine sleeping. So that's what I did, and then I packed it all up. So during the day, it was as if I wasn't there, and then I got a key, and then I slept on the floor, and uh, yeah, that was that
1: conference.
0: Yeah, we had oatmeal, a lot of oatmeal.
1: (laughs) You go to the conference, and you're like (laughs) living like you're... Oh, on some weekend band jaunt, sleeping well, on a dorm room floor, and the, at these eating, academic, eating hump... peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
0: Well, there was a lot of socials in the evening. Come
1: out to see us, because you just bring some clean <laughs> socks.
0: So a lot of schools would do like a little a cocktail hour. So you found out where those were, and you right. stuffed your face right, right with all the free pigs food. and blankets. Yeah. yeah, cocktail food, things like that. <laughs> to get your fruit in there if you can stay healthy yeah that was a weird trip so but anyway disney's gonna get now that they own star wars they have that whole star wars park that yeah sounds, i think that just opened right yeah
1: yeah and I'm, I'm sure, i'll probably go
0: to that I, i'm sure i'll have i'll have to go at some point really well Where i love, have to go i mean i love star wars just to kind oh, of be around you really love star wars oh yeah
1: we even talked about star wars we didn't maybe that maybe see there's definitely there's a lot of things you and i do have here's There's no wonder we sit around bullshitting all the time
0: here's an idea maybe back to that off the air maybe we need to take a list of topics and then talk to our friends and say hey we have some topics
1: we would like to cover how how do you feel (laughs) Because weren't you saying and I think well, you in, listen to Frank and Alex talk about this crap? I think in the, I <laughs> which think crap it, do you want us to talk about? maybe because maybe they'll pick the weirdest thing, or maybe they'll be really mundane. I don't know.
0: well, I think in your email to me, listen. you said, oh, well, we we need to have a guest, which I like that idea. And then you had suggested like an expert in an area, and then I think you also added, since everything was spitballing like, well, but maybe they don't talk about that area that they're an expert <laughs> in. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, hey, we have uh, you know Fred here today. He is a an engineer, and he's won a Nobel Peace Prize for a device he's done. So, we're now going to talk about uh, '70s cartoons with him. Yeah, that's yeah like, isn't <laughs> that the
1: "Who's Line It Is Anyway" thing when they have the guest oh, on and they make him do the? Oh, they. You're an expert in such and such. That's so the Grachio like one, right? No, no, that's the. Oh, not whose line is it anyway. No, uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, wait, wait, yes. Uh, I was watching whose line the other night. That's the improv thing. Right. Yeah, no, wait, wait, don't tell me when they have a guest on. They take their area of expertise and twist it in some way. Right, and then, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Today's guest is John Green, so we're going to ask you all about golf pros named John.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with the greens. Yeah, green, golfing greens. Green, oh, okay, exactly. Golf pro. But this John Green John. might be like a nuclear physicist. But they don't. T- no, they he's don't, a
1: writer, right? Didn't or, write? Oh, I don't. Oh, this is an actual. I thought you were. Yeah, no, he, he had a podcast. Oh. That got really famous, or something. Maybe, I can't remember. Isn't he the guy that started the? Uh, I don't know. Nerf herder's thing on. The Star yeah. Wars Nerf herder. You know, it was like Wasn't related that to that kind of. Was he in thing. the band? And then he wrote. He's written a couple of books, *The Fault in Our Stars*. Oh a yes, that
0: was a movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thing. okay. Now I'm now I'm getting pulled uh, into right. the universe.
1: Yeah. So we should do that. I mean, because one of the things was to come up with a list of topics that we would do for the show. Well, like I was each just of us would come up that, and but then not tell the other person what the oh, topic was you're because right. from our very original idea when we said oh we should do a stupid podcast and uh, we should do a podcast what happened was right <laughs> it probably would be um was the fact that when you and i were talking it's this we're both kind of blabbermouths and it just mm. keeps running this like we keep riffing a peak pick up on this thing right, it's right. like the point never arrives right and we're in this bucket of chaff <laughs> looking for these two kernels of wheat. Right. And when we get there, right, it's not really worth it. Right.
0: <laughs> wow, that sounds like life. That, that was depressing.
1: Well, that's that quote. Oh, well, that, that is
0: true. An infinite deal, deal of, nothing. of nothing. And then right. what was the colon? A podcast...
1: Uh, here I have. Well, it that. was an observational podcast, but then we thought of this other thing, which was. What? Well,
0: maybe we'll have to. Here, well, maybe we'll have to tweak it. Let's see. Where's that? Uh, email. Because we. This was in we our brain. something at the very beginning. We said. Something. Oh, an observational podcast. Right. So, so we're, we're gonna. It's an infinite. Deal. An infinite deal of, of nothing. nothing. Yeah. An observational podcast. Oh, you know what? Now that we have that frame, now I don't feel bad about all this rambling. We were just.
1: No, that's what we're Observate- doing. Ob- and it doesn't say observational
0: humor, because then, then you have to be funny.
1: So, no, no. If we're funny, it's accidental. Yeah, that is... It would, we'd love to be funny, but I don't think I'm really that funny.
0: You know what? It, sometimes I, I feel like I, I can be a funny guy, and that's just like, oh, Frank, Just we were talking about something, and he said something outrageous, and that was kind of funny, but to be like, okay, Frank, be
1: funny... You know, that
0: sounds like the toughest thing I in the know, world. Like
1: really, being a humorist, writing jokes—I can't do that. I can't even yeah. remember jokes.
0: But even writing
1: jokes—you're like, you're a writer. You can't remember jokes.
0: But writing it's jokes, like, you have do. time to sit there, and you could
1: probably write a joke. You know, like but you I don't remember to, them. But to somebody be like, tells me a joke, I'm like. But know. if we
0: say, like, okay, I'm going to turn the mic on, Alex, be funny. What's the skeleton's like,
1: famous and uh, most <laughs> favorite instrument? Uh, xylophones, Trilo- trombone. Trump. Tromb- oh. <laughs> one of my students told me that the
0: other uh, day. You know one of my favorite <laughs> jokes what? is, you know when geese fly and they're in the shape of like a V? Yeah. Do you know why one side's longer than the other? There's more geese on that side. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a good...
1: <laughs> that gro- like gro- and <laughs> that groan... Oh.
0: That... <laughs> I have always that, thought that was the funniest that's joke. That's so
1: good. Ever. Yeah, th- cuz that's like an <laughs> anti-joke. It's good. I guess maybe that's yeah. yeah. And that
0: groan that you get from the other is is that oh, affective yeah. moment of you know, we didn't get too Foucaultian, did we, with affective labor? I was hoping we'd get into the uh the tangent point of affective labor and uh <laughs> biopower. <laughs> Uh, the, the Pucodian, uh
1: if you, if you want to but really I guess we actually ran out of time. work your brain we can do that another time because really at this point I'm, we're well over an hour I'm sure well,
0: I know some people who could talk about that um,
1: oh well so. let's invite them yeah. and talk about something else <laughs> yeah. tell them we're going to talk about no. it. Oh, would that be not fair to invite somebody based on their no. expertise and then not discuss their area of expertise at all
0: That we just keep controlling the conversation <laughs> Keep like, leading
1: them away. I think after a while, see, that's, word, word
0: that's, would get out.
1: That would be obnoxious. You know, Frank and
0: Alex asked me to come up and talk about the, <laughs> the history of Marxist capital, but <laughs> all, all they wanted to talk about was cartoons and breakfast cereals. <laughs> <laughs> kind of as annoying.
1: I, but, see, <laughs> but see, we could get the person who's an expert on capital. Right. And say, would you come on and talk to us about cartoons and breakfast cereal
0: oh i'm sure there would be a a, a huge
1: because maybe the tie. perspective of that person would be you know yeah there probably would be yeah are you gonna listen back to this yeah oh, okay. oh i the whole thing
0: <sighs> yeah <laughs> so when i first yeah. started doing the podcast at, at rsu you know we'd have right. bands come up and we talked to them and we just recorded it it's it makes yeah. itself a podcast. We would do I'd probably do it anyway with no podcast, but you know, I told myself, "Oh, yeah, I'll go back, I'll listen to it. Maybe I'll trim some things out." I did that for like the first or second show, and then you didn't. And then I was just like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It just seemed like a moment in time we recorded it. Maybe you think it's funny, maybe you'd rather just hear the bands. That's up for you to decide. So, yeah. Um, I think that's
1: I think that's I think as long as it's audible yeah then i'll just turn it into an mp3 and we'll figure out where to host it and gotcha then we'll then we'll promote it mercilessly as if it's the most awesome thing ever yeah there's probably some lonely people out there that we need to get to know there probably
0: is yeah
1: you could be part of our club nice you're invited the lonely this is all gold (laughs) (laughs) all right or not we'll talk to you guys later uh what's our sign off it's just it. There you go. All right.